It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Thanks for listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Here we are, Simon, Marcel, our French romantic. Angie Taylor, a beautiful American realist. Thank you so much. We are all about love, dating, romance, ooh-la-la. On this show, we are in the ooh-la-la studios tonight. So, Simon, I wanted to uh, tell all our listeners, Mm -hmm. if they need advice on love and and everything I just talked about, 855-905-8255. I see we have calls here already. And Mm simonandangie.com. You can email us anytime. We do have a call on hold, Simon. It's a a guy saying uh, wife is about to have a baby. Okay. Baby number two. Congrats. He might not be there for it, though. What? Yeah. What? Uh, yeah. Sometimes people feel like if they got through one easy breezy, no problem, that number two, same. Oh. Easy breezy, no problem. It's kind of like waiting for the UPS guy to deliver a package. <laughs> uh, it's not really that way to the person that's pushing the baby out. I will say that. Yes. Um, I kind of had a weird experience with my childbirth and somebody not being there. Uh-oh. But I want to hear what our listener has to say about that. Did you have a strange experience with your childbirth, with the person that was supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. Maybe they weren't there. Maybe they didn't show up for you the way they wanted. I have a friend who was there for her girlfriend that had a baby, mm-hmm. and she fainted in the room. And then the doctors and everybody ended up working on her because they were so worried about her. Mm-hmm. And then her friend was mad, like, I'm the one having the baby here. <laughs> Nobody's paying attention. So uh, I know a lot of crazy things can happen in the delivery room. That but is true. Let's see what our caller has to say when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for being with us tonight. Yes. 855-905-8255. Love, dating, romance, relationships, and drama. <laughs> We're here for all of it. Uh, we have some calls on hold as soon as we walked in today, Simon. So mm-hmm. let's pick up the line. Listening in Chicago, my 93.9. Here is Josh. Hey, Josh. How you doing? Hey, Josh. Hey, guys. How you guys doing? Good. We're good. So I understand you need some advice. What's going on? Yeah, I do. First of all, I just want to say you guys are hilarious. Love the show. Thank oh, you. thank you. Thank you for listening. Of course. So I'm in a little dilemma, but I think I'm not wrong. My boys. It's always I a good way to like... start it, by the way. <laughs> I think I'm not wrong. Okay, cool. But so what is the dilemma? My boys and I have been planning this trip to see our favorite football team. It's out of town. Yeah, go and to a big game. Other problem, though. Well, not a problem, but my wife is having a kid. It's her second kid, though. Not hers. And- it's your second yeah, kid. Our, our, our child. Thank you. Thank you. Time mm-hmm. as the game, but my mother's going to be there. Her mother's going to be there. Everybody's going to be there. She's healthy. I feel like, you know, since it's been over a year we've been planning this, I'm still trying to go to the game, but she doesn't think I should. She she wants you to be there for the childbirth. Yes. And were you, you were there for the first one, I assume. Yeah. You were not at another football game? One. Okay. And so because everything is going smooth and this is like second kid, you think you know the drill, you are like, whatever, it'll be fine. You'll be back the next day, assuming the baby comes on that day, which, by the way, when you think it's going to come is never when it's going to come. It could be <laughs> tonight. It could be two weeks after this game, but she's freaking out because it's supposed to be this day, this game that you've been planning forever, and you want to know 
if you're right, because you called up and said, I think I'm right. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. Okay. You're right. You never know when the baby could come, but we're not going to be gone that long. And like you said, I'm coming right back. The second I get back, I'm going to be there for her, for the baby, with the family. It's just the game has been, we put so much time and effort into this game. Mm-hmm. And we- so, Josh, I mean, let's imagine for a second your future daughter or a son was listening to you. Let's just say, you know, that a child coming to this world will listen to her father or his father say, yeah, I'll see you later. Really, I'll see you when I come back. Would you I mean, wouldn't you be upset if you be that kid? It's just unbearable. You're going to be a dad. It's, it's the most important thing of your life. Football, I get it. You know, you can watch great, season after yeah. season. But, Josh, please don't make that mistake. I mean, you talk about just like it's just her baby. Right. And she corrected you once, but you went back to it. It's you guys, baby, and the family. So I think that, uh, first of all, she deserves you to be there. The baby deserves you to be there, and you deserve to be there. Mm-hmm. So you got to cancel that trip, period. Don't even put your mind in the child's mind, because that's hard to do. Put yourself in your wife's shoes, right? Mm-hmm. She's been carrying this baby for nine months. It is not easy, honey. I will tell you that. And you're saying, hey, you can figure it out that day. And it doesn't matter who is around. Think about who you want by you the most when you're in pain, when you're suffering. She's going to have a hard day delivering. I don't care how healthy both of them are. Delivery is not fun. Mm -hmm. And you want the person that matters to you the most right by you to share that together. It's kind of like saying, hey, listen, we're so in love. We're so happy. We're, We're getting married. I can't make it for the wedding, but I will be there for the entire marriage. I will be there. I'll be a great husband. I will be married, but I just can't make the wedding because I got a game. You know what I mean? I agree with Angie. You guys, you, you make a good argument. That's that's very very true. You, we make a good argument, but what do you what do you think you're really ultimately going to do? I gotta I gotta cancel this this game. Unfortunately, okay. like okay, it's my it's my second kid. You guys are right. Hey, listen, I'm gonna skip out on my marriage. My first child is going to be there. That's not going to be right. Where's Daddy? Yes, I thought I was going to get it from Angie. I didn't think Simon was going to give it. (laughs) Well, well, you knew you'd get it from me. Simon is the romantic. Yes, but a life. There's nothing more romantic than a new life in this world and the birth of your child. Yes, congratulations on the baby. Yes, good luck to you and the wifey and your family and your family. And we wish you all the best. Congrats. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thank God you called. Because, yeah. ooh. Ooh. <laughs> ay, 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 ay. All right. Thanks so much, Josh. Thanks for calling the rendezvous. And thanks for listening to more when we come back. Welcome back. It's the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. So, Simon, we just talked to our last listener, Josh. Oh, wow. Said wife is having baby number two. I want to go to this game. I've been planning it forever. And we convinced him to stay home. Thank God. We did. Right before we we went there and and we both talked to Josh, you you mentioned something about you and you didn't finish the story. I wanted to know what happened. You said you had a personal, something similar to that. Yes. And I I know you only have one kid, Hannah. One kid. So what happened? Anna. So Anna... I had an emergency C-section. Okay. Um, she was not due for a month. So Anna was premature. Mm-hmm. I was not expecting it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was not a good situation. We both almost died, my daughter and I. I had what's Goodness. called a placental abruption where the baby detaches mm-hmm. and is basically drowning until they save the baby. 
So they saved the baby, mm-hmm. but then I kept bleeding, and they had to give me six or seven blood transfusions. It was something crazy. The last thing I remember was being in the hospital, and they were knocking me out. I woke up in a recovery room by mm-hmm. myself, and all I could think was, there's no baby. There's no baby. Because it didn't look good before they knocked me out. I came to... They're like, your baby's okay, you're okay, everything is okay. Thank God. She's amazing. She made it through. A few hours later, baby daddy is there, says he's really tired and needs to go home. What? (laughs) Yes. So he left me. And it was the most alone. I've I've had moments of feeling alone Uh in my life Uh as a child and as an adult. But I felt like, wow, not only am I alone, but now my daughter's alone in the world. But I'm glad that he's doing the right thing. He better. Thank God he called the rendezvous. <laughs> All right. More of Simon and Angie when we come back. It's the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon Marcel. Angie Taylor. We were talking uh, with Josh, who was a little questioning the fact if he should be at his child's birth. <laughs> Which that, is so crazy. That was one of the craziest, honestly, call we've ever had. When we say it out loud, it sounds ridiculous. It does. Just, yeah, right. But our producer, Jill, was like, oh, can you imagine not being there? What other things in a relationship are really important for you to be at? What do you think, Simon? There are certain non-negotiables that you have to show up if you are in a relationship. The first that comes to my mind, Angie, is, is funeral. funeral. Let's say you lose you know, somebody's parents, grandparents, family, whatever, friends. You go together. Yes. Right. So that's yes. like birth and funeral. Yes. And then, Angie, you would say, right, about what about birthdays? Oh, my birthday, if there's a party, if there's a dinner and you right. don't show up. Right. That's, 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 yeah. Anything that is important to your partner. And you know it's important to them because you get clues. Like, this means a lot to me. I'm getting an award at work. I'm... You know, becoming a citizen, I'm getting my driver's license, I am having a birthday party tonight. If you don't show up and you're in an established relationship, it shows your commitment, I believe. Yes, unless you agree. Uh, And I say that because my parents have a different policy on this besides birthdays and, and of course, you know, funeral. It's like they all go alone to all those places because my mom will say, I'm so busy, Robert, you know, and he says, I'm so busy. But it's between, it's a case by case. The couple case decides case. what's important, important you. for you as a couple. I agree. So when we come back, Simon, let's go to another email that we got at simonandangie.com. We're going to play Date or, or dump. dump. That's next on The Rendezvous. Thanks for listening tonight to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, la belle Angie Taylor. Uh, thank you, my love. Uh, so... Website, simonandangie.com. That's where you can email us anytime if you have a question about love, dating, romance, relationships. You need advice. Mm -hmm. You want to comment. Here we are. So let's play our favorite game now. Date or or dump. dump. This is an email from someone who maybe has been on a couple of dates. There's a red flag. Should she date or he date or dump? Mm -hmm. So this comes to us from Kristen listening in Windsor Heights, Iowa, now 1051. Thank you. She says, hey, Simon and Angie, I'm dating this new guy. He has no interest in getting to know my friends. I try to include him in plans that I make because we're a new couple. I love my friends, so I want him to love them too. Mm -hmm. Um, But either he doesn't want to come or when he does go, he just stares at his phone and doesn't even try to talk to them. Last night, I invited my friends over for dinner. He literally said two words the whole night. 
I don't understand why he won't try to make an effort. And my friends have noticed, too, they think it's a red flag. Do you think I should date or dump him? Simon, to me, this is a huge red flag. What do you say? He doesn't make an effort. He doesn't want to come. When he is there, he's on his phone or doesn't speak to his, her friends. So you're right. It's a huge red flag. But uh, that this is the most important. So if everything else is good. No. Angie, if everything else is good. Mm-mm. Can you forgive that? No. You can't. Uh-uh. Because You can't. You can't. No, because okay. my friends are my family. They're my heart too. And if you are not good to my family, my friends who know me better than you know me. If I'm dating you, right. and we're new dating. Right. My friends know me way better. Right. I want the person that I start to date to try to impress my friends, to try to say I am the best guy for her. Mm-hmm. Like I should be with her. My husband did that. Mm-hmm. He was extra with my friends because hey i want her to know and i want you guys to know that she's safe with me she's good with me i got her heart i got her back and if you're not showing that to my friends all i'm gonna get is grief from my friends and it'll make me want to hibernate away from, it'll alienate me from my friends that, i i get that and i respect 100 percent what you're saying as a romantic what matters to me the most is not how he behaves with your friend is how he behaves with you he's wrong on the friend he will isolate you though but 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 and is that romantic to I've, isolate you from your life? I've seen I've seen friends of mine with one very social, one antisocial. And at home it works great with their kids. Outside of home, they've two separate, right? Mm-hmm. The husband is totally I understand ins- that. So I don't want to say dumb because I feel like what the heart is the family is inside the walls. Outside, you can deal with it. Well, are you building a fortress that protects of just love. you and him and, and nobody else? And your kids. But, and you, but you need it takes a village to make love strong. That's why you invite people to a wedding so they support you. That's why but you invite your friends over so the, they support but it. But Angie, the only important at a wedding is nobody else but you and him. I agree with that. So therefore, but there's a reason you want your family. You want your friends. How would you feel, Simon? Yes. If every if your family didn't like the girl you were with, if your friends didn't like, if Jill and I didn't like right. the girl you're with, wouldn't you f- question? If this is a good idea, because now you're going to start to feel alienated. If the reasons were you knew something like shady or a delinquency or this, I would listen. But if I love this woman with all my heart and it's my true love, I would just I would just separate my two worlds. If you think of today, what I've learned with my parents, at the end, there's just you and him. At the end. At the end. So but there's a long so the friends, the friends, time I know. in between. I'm not saying it's ideal, but I can't say dump on this one. So you're saying date. I said keep dating and hopefully things change. But if he's great to you, keep dating if he's great to you. He has to make up for that, right? Kristen, I 1,000% say dump. There's no way I could date a man that didn't try, that didn't care to try, that didn't get along with my friends and family because they're my life too. Listen, I, I understand we have a disagreement. We have I, a disagreement. I think a great guy, uh, you would you would, you would think differently. No, I really, really would not. <laughs> well, Honestly, I would not. I'm a romantic. Uh, what can I say? I, love I always you. look for love. We well, agree to disagree. Too, yes, we agree, we to, agree disagree. to disagree on this one. So it's, it's both a ding ding, Adam. I hear the ding ding, but there's also a buzzer on that one, too, because I say thank you. I say dump. Simon says ding Date. ding. Date. Good luck, girl. That's all I got to say. Separate the two worlds, girl. You like him a lot. All right. More of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back.
Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We just had a dater dump. Mm-hmm. Woman who is with a guy. Um, every time she brings him out with friends, mm-hmm. she really likes him. But every time she brings him out, he doesn't converse with them. He looks at his phone. He's really cold. She's embarrassed. What should she do? I said dump because to me, your relationship is your life. But if your other life, meaning friends, family, is not happy, what else is happy? You can't build a fortress around your heart, right? So, Simon, you disagree. You say if they're good to you, then they're good to you, and that's all that matters. Have you been in this situation before? I've been in that situation before, and also I've seen my parents handling this pretty well. Let me explain. I believe, and I was raised in the idea that the two the mom and the dad, or husband and wife, so yes. two partners. If you, but you're, now you're talking about married people, right? Th- these are two people that are dating. dating. This is new. But I hope that it's gonna. So my hope is always the reason why not dump is because if there is true love, you get married and then you make a family. Can I tell you a quick story? Yes. My mom was hiding for two years from her father and mother that she was dating my father because he was older than her. And he was recently divorced. Mm-hmm. She hides from everybody in the world because she doesn't care. She doesn't care what people think about my dad at the time. Even her father, she loved her father and mother. And then she came to her father and said, Dad, I'm pregnant. She was not married. And he said, what? But with who? And then she said, Robert. And my grandfather said, what is this? And my mom said, because I knew you'd be against it, and I decided to give love a chance. But she was pregnant. No, but at the beginning, she was not. So for two okay. years when they were living together. Right, and right, right. Okay. So I've been, I am the product of such philosophy ah. that the rest of the world doesn't matter, but only true love matters. True which love is, does matter. Which is you and him, Angie. Yes. Or my dad and my mom. Okay. I want to know what you would do, Simon, in this situation when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're having a big debate in this studio right now mm-hmm. because um, we're going off this email about someone who's in a new relationship. The guy does not care to associate, talk, correspond with her friends, her family. And Simon, you're very adamant about it only matters about the two people. First but and I, foremost. This goes with your family, though. Your mm-hmm. parents is your example on this. Mm-hmm. I want to know from you, though, because you and I are not in our 20s. We're set in our ways. We're mm-hmm. in our 40s. Mm-hmm. How would you feel at this point in your life? I know you're set in your ways, but let's say you take your new girl who you're super into mm-hmm. around your family, who mm-hmm. you respect more than anything, right? around your coworkers, your friends, Yes. and she's rude. How would you feel about this? I think you would dismiss her. Rude and rude, and I mean, it's the level of rudeness because you. Okay, what if she's on her phone the whole time, like our caller, and doesn't pay attention to your family? Oh, then I, you know then I, your then family. Then I would say it's against me. Exactly. But that's what I'm talking but about. But it depends. We can make every scenario different in, in the last. I'm just going off the email that we got. But the thing is, only if there is the flame of love, then the man will change over time, no matter what. If there is this unique thing in life that happens once in a lifetime, people change, people can evolve, people at the beginning make mistake, but if you feel it all your heart, you can't go against it. Right. Right. So, but are you here to fix people's insecurities? I would say this, if I meet somebody extraordinary with me, I will make sure she never see the rest of my family or friends ever again, and if my life is better until my last 50 years, I'm blessed. So you would never... Because my family couldn't care less, really, at the end. As my father wow. said, listen, as my father said when my sister divorced, 
out of the family doesn't exist anymore. At the end, it's just like you and him true. on that true, on that true. chair at the hospital. Ride or die, baby. Ride or die. Ride or die. Ride or die. That's my point. All right. More of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. It is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for being with us tonight. We are love, dating, romance, relationship. Simon. Angie. Hello. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. I want to get to uh, a listener who sent us an email, but um, Jill called her up and said, you need to be on the air and talk about this. So let's go to the phones. Hey, Katie, at uh, in Ohio, listening in Akron, Ohio, WKDD, 98.1 KDD. Hey, Katie. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Bonjour. So I, I have an issue. Okay. Um, my husband, he doesn't like it that I am a lot better at, at things than he is, but I'm smarter. I'm better at sports. I'm better at all these other things. Girl, I feel you. I know how that life is. Go <laughs> ahead. Talk about it. What else do you and do better? <laughs> he just gets irritated with me and becomes a real jerk. Insecurity. And I don't right? know. Yeah, it's insecurity. And I don't know how to deal with that without dumbing myself down because I shouldn't have to dumb myself down. So what are, give me one example of where he's like annoyed that you're better at something than him. Because let's be honest, in any relationship we're in, there's going to be something that the other person is better at. So maybe are these male, like male themed things and he feels emasculated? Like what? Are you Tim the Tool Man Taylor? Are you a race car driver? Yeah. We can't go bowling anymore. Because you're We've a better gone bowling twice, and I'm just really a lot better at it. And, and Katie, do you make more money than him? No, actually, I don't. Okay. okay. So, so the bowling is one thing. So that's sports. Which, if you're better at a man than sports, that's not a. They, they don't take that well. Is there right? anything else that is like typically a male thing? I'm better at hunting. Hunting. Okay. Yeah. Anything else? So we got sports, we got hunting. And I tend to be a a bit better educated. Okay, so you have a better education. Yeah. Okay, so here's what I think, Simon, and tell me what you think. Everything that she claims or that he says he's annoyed with are things that a man would really typically, traditionally feel are male things. Sports, hunting. He wants to be more educated. He wants to feel like the man in the relationship. And Katie has male energy. You are more masculine in this relationship than your husband, right? Yeah. Okay, so Simon, what do you say? I, I, okay, I disagree with the word masculine energy used. I would say you 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 have more maybe educated. I don't think the masculinity or the femininity is related to any of this. But these are typical feminine. I, if he was a better sewer... If he was a better cook, if he was better at shopping and fashion, we would be like, wow, I can't compete with that. And these are things I'm traditionally, let me say, traditionally supposed to be good at. So he traditionally should be better at sports and hunting and whatever. But my point is this. I think that's the tip of the iceberg, Katie. I think the problem is deeper. That's the just the outside. So do you think there's anything else? I mean... You know, you've been married for a while. You didn't suddenly become more educated. So really, what do you think when you look at your own marriage is bothering him? 
I think it's because even though I don't make money, more money than him right now, mm-hmm. I have the bigger earning potential because of my education. I think that's what it is. Let me ask. And I can tell that you have the same kind of energy that I have, right? You're a very like, <laughs> right? you're a very strong woman. Do you feel like you're throwing it in his face a little bit? Maybe like, a little bit. Mm, so mm. if you're bowling and you're killing him in the bowling game, are you like, oh, look at me, strike, another gutter ball for you? Are you kind of rubbing it in a little bit? Because I know I've done do that in t- the past. I do tend to trash talk while we're bowling. Okay. There we go. There we go. So if you stop the trash talk, and <laughs> and you'll be fine. Uh, it's you wonder. You ask yourself why you do the trash talk. Why do you want to humiliate him? And you'll feel better because this is where the problem is. Really, why? Do you think you're trash talking? This is what I want to know when we come back. Can you hang on for one more segment with us, Katie? Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. think about this while we're on hold. Do you trash him in the things you're good at because he's making more money than you and you're not there yet? And that's his over on you when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're still on the line with Katie listening in Akron, Ohio. Let's be honest, Katie. Are you rubbing all these other things in his face because you don't have better earning potential or you're not making more at this point? Yeah, it could be that. I, I'm also a very competitive individual, so it could be the competitiveness, too. He's got you on one thing. You've got him on 15, but you're going to rub the 15 in his face because he's got you on one. But, yes, and I have one more question. Do you resent him for something else? It's because of that one thing but, that she d- doesn't have over him. But I, Going an inch deeper, is there something else? Is everything good in the ooh-la-la? Is he unsatisfied? Is there something you unsatisfied with? Because you're making him pay for something. You know, it, it could be the hours that he works because the ooh-la-las aren't there. Okay. So the hours that he uh, works where okay. he's making more money so lack of leads attention. to lack of attention. And so the only way you're getting attention is by showing off everything that you're better at. And yes? aggression. Yeah. Yeah? That could be it. Thank you, awesome. guys. You're welcome. Good, good luck, luck to you. Have a good night. Thanks. Keep getting those strikes, girl. Bowling alley, strikes, strikes, strikes Come all on, day. <laughs> right on. All right. Thanks. High five, girl. Thank you. Thank Thanks you. for listening to The Rendezvous. More when we come back. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We had a great call with Katie, Simon. Yeah, we did. Um, I think sometimes when you're in a relationship and you both have strong personalities, sometimes you can feel like the other person isn't recognizing who you are and you feel like nobody sees me in this room. So I have to toot my own horn because you're not tooting it for me. And that's kind of what was happening with Katie. It was, yes. Even though her man was doing great things, she's like, but I'm doing all these things and you don't recognize it. Yes, because her husband was not paying enough attention to her. Have you been in a situation where a woman felt like, hey, Simon... I'm kind of awesome too, because Simon, let's be real. You're super awesome. You're a beautiful man. You're GQ. You have all these things going for you. Have you ever been in a relationship where a woman has gone uh, overboard to try to show her strengths and you're like, get off yourself. All you do is talk about you. And maybe it was because she felt neglected or not celebrated. Well, and things maybe were all about you. I've always understood, thanks to my wonderful mother, that all this comes from childhood. 
that if somebody needs to talk about themselves so much, it's because nobody paid attention to them when they were little. Nobody celebrated me. And Nobody's right. Yeah, you're an example of that. Oh my gosh, because I'm a control freak. We heard that from my husband a million times. It's not just because you're a control <laughs> freak. It's because if you haven't received the light when you're little, yes. you're looking for that light for the rest of your life in Always. the eyes of others. Approval. I think you're right, and it does come from childhood, which is everything in life: relationships, the way we deal with people, it is. family, friends. Loves, it's all, it all comes from child. It does. Daughters be good. No, no. Fathers be good to your daughters. Does, yes. Or whatever that John Mayer song is. So listen, when we come back, Simon, yes. I want to do something fluffy to end our show tonight. Yes. We're going to do our questions, get to know us questions. Wow. Oh, when I'm, we come back. Okay. On The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for being with us tonight. So, Simon. Angie. You know, we love dating romance relationships. Mm -hmm. And I always want people to know who we are on the inside. Yes. Like, who are you really taking this advice from? Mm -hmm. Last time when we did this little exercise, you made me ball. Thank you very much. So, it's my turn. So, oh. we're going to ask each other some TMI questions. Yes. Too much information, but I, I need too much information because I want people <laughs> to know who you are. Who I am. Are you ready? I am ready, my I'm Angie. going first. Simon, my question for you. When was the last time you cried? Go. The last time I cried. Yes. Was it something from your childhood? Was it a broken heart? I don't have. Was I, it a death? The last time. No, I think it was watching a movie. What movie was it? And I think it's the bridges of Madison County. What made you cry about that movie? Because at the end of the scene, when she almost opens the door of the car. Yeah. She wanted to be with him. With Clint Eastwood. Yes. And she could not. Because and, she had to go back to that boring and husband on the corner. And I just felt, corner. what if it was me oh. in Iowa in love with that would woman? Would you open the door? Would... You would grab her out of the car. No, but if I'm, if I'm this Clint Eastwood character, I would have liked her to stay with me. But and she I don't know did why. not. But I know so. I was very sad. And it made you cry. It did. What happened in your life where the door didn't open, Simon? I wonder. Tell us about that. I wonder. Many doors didn't open in my life, that's for sure. So maybe that, that is why. Okay. Uh, it's also because... You didn't cry. You're supposed to cry. I cried. You, you, cry, cry. you cry more often than me. Will somebody kick him in the privates so we, he can cry? Because I want to... Okay. No. I'm, not, I'm not a big cry. Right, that's go ahead. true. Ask me a question. Something very different. Let's get out of the crying zone for a second. I try to make you cry. Angie? Yes? Do you have any hiding piercings? Hidden piercings? Yes. No, because I am not a piercing girl. Okay. I'm, I don't like... I'll get tattoos, yes. but piercings are not for me. I only have like two piercings on each ear, and that's it. A quick one. Do you have any tattoos? I have one, two, three, four, five tattoos. Would there be one tattoo that would be a deal breaker? So if a partner, you were single. Yes. There's one if tattoo. If you have that tribal armband tattoo, you are not. Or if you're a man with a tramp stamp, no. Can I tell you something? Go ahead. I dated a guy one time who had a belly button piercing. Jill knows the guy. Jill knows who a it producer is. producer Jill knows who it is? Yes, because I dated him in Philly, and Jill knows, and Jill and I used to work together in Philly. She knows exactly who the guy is. And I thought to myself, this, this is not a normal piercing for a man to have, a belly. And it wasn't just a belly piercing. He had like a dangly little charm on it. You know, like how Britney Spears has like a yeah. moon and a sun? 
I know. Jordan's <laughs> looking at me like, what? I swear he was straight, but I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't judge it on just, piercings. Okay, I don't judge on piercings either, but, like, you got some charms, too. Okay, let me ask you one more, Simon. Yes. Have you ever been walked in on during the ooh-la-la? I have. Who walked in on you? A maid in a hotel in Morocco. I was oh, born. yes, me too. So, I hate when the story. Moroccan maids walk in. I was in, yes. a, in Marrakesh in Morocco. Oh, in Marrakesh. With this wonderful woman. Did you have some, some saffron and different spices? It was, you know, you know Morocco. It's, it's, it's very beautiful. exotic. I, I've never been there, but I know but of sh- Morocco. Morocco. Fez in Marrakesh and yes. all of that. And I was at Marrakesh oh, in that yeah, hotel. And we were making love. Oh, and like sex in the city. So we are making love. And I remember this maid came in, and instead of just leaving, she stared at us. Mm. And we start, The maid wanted to jump in. Naked. Yeah. Right. She wanted to tag in. Let's I, go. Maybe or maybe. I, yes. So, you know, I just lost all my enthusiasm right there. That happened to me, too. This one time, <laughs> I was on P. Diddy's yacht, and it was me, Come and, on. It was me and Kanye. <laughs> And it was easy season, so we were on this yacht, and we were in Central Bay. Are you making fun and of me? And all of a sudden, Beyonce walks in, and I'm like, girl, get out. Are you making and fun? And she tried to jump in, and I was like, no, B, you cannot. That was, it was just... I hate when that happens. Angie, so are you rude. making fun? It's a true story, though. I it's believe the last it. time somebody walked on me in, in, Ma- in Marrakesh, in Morocco. This is disgusting. Why? I'm sorry. I'm surprised you didn't cry over what's this story. This? No. <laughs> this is what's disgust- traumatic. What's disgusting is that we had to stop the ulala. Oh. Oh, that oh is too God. bad. I'm sure you never did it again. Interruption. Never. I did. More of the rendezvous in my life <laughs> is not in Morocco. You should go, we, though. I know. I should. More when we come back on The Rendezvous. Thanks for listening tonight to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. If you missed any of our show, well, you missed a big one. Um, Please check it out on our website, simonandangie.com. We're love, dating, and romance. We had so many great topics tonight. Showing up for your partner on important days. That came from our first call of the night. This guy, Josh, wants to go to a football game on the night his wife is supposed to have baby number two. Well, I've been planning this football game. You've been planning baby number two for nine months. You can be there, right? Mm -hmm. you got to show up on those days. Um, Yes. Dealing with insecurity from your partner. Are you feeding that insecurity? Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times when we're in a relationship and we want to get at somebody, we know what their weak spots are and we pick at them. Yes. Okay. I'm guilty of that myself. So I understand that. And then not making an effort to get to know your partner's friends. This was Christina's date or dump. Simon, you and I were completely different on this. If they're not making effort, I believe you should dump them. You said, all that matters is the two of you, and that's where your Simon Says came in. Yeah, in the spirit of ride or die, I said the rest of the world doesn't matter. Only true love matters. Right. So True love does matter. That's my number one always credo in life. But this is a first date. You don't know if it's true love yet. You better start impressing you know everybody romantic. around me. What can me. I say? I know you're real, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I am romantic. I, know, I have romantic. I know, but you're realistic, and I I'm a rom- I always I hope this is going to be true love. That's but I, why. I believe in that sentiment, though. Like at the end of the day, it's the two of you ride or die. Or die. Exactly. So. Simon, you are my ride or die on the rendezvous. You are mine too. Thank you so much for being with us tonight. We will talk to you next time on the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit, Simon. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.